Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Gym Podcast. I know it's been a minute, but that's alright. Um, I think we're just going to kind of go through the past, like, two and a half months. I got a new notebook, and so this started March 18th, and we're just going to kind of kind of go through this a little bit, and honestly, just kind of look at some of the main things um, that I've learned this past, give or take, two and a half months. Um, there are some things that kind of stand out, um, and we can kind of, kind of start with those, um, the past two and a half months have been amazing. I am now 21. I turned 21 May 2nd. Um, so yeah, got some Martinelli's, uh, which is like sparkling grape juice and celebrated Uh, My friends bought me sushi, and it was a lot of fun. So, um, we're going to start out with just a couple of things that I kind of learned. And most of the things, I would say most, if not all, um, were not my ideas. These are just things that I learned, heard, absorbed, whatever. Um, So, not my original ideas. Um, And even then, they were probably the spirit if they came from me. So, (laughs) um... One thing, I was actually, like, scrolling through on, like, social media, and I heard this one. It's it's that this, too, shall pass. Um, if you're feeling great one day, this, too, shall pass. If you're feeling horrible one day, this, too, shall pass. Be patient. Um, things will change. This, too, shall pass. Um... I think especially, like... It honestly, just kind of, like, whatever season you're in. Um, but also, like, on the other side of that, like, maximize where you're at right now. And just... Figure out what God wants you to do in this season. What's required in this season. For me right now, it's, like, trying to figure out what's rest for me. Like, how do I prioritize rest? And how... Like, what is rest for me? Because, like, rest for me might not be rest for someone else. Because me and that someone else are not the same person. We don't have the same needs. So figuring out what those needs are is something you have to be intentional with. Because you're probably not just going to stumble upon what gives you rest. And so that's something that's, like, kind of frustrating a little bit. But just doing that with the fact that I'm trying to find rest. um, and, And God has grace for me not knowing myself 100%. So, um, yeah, this too shall pass, but on the other side, what can I learn in this season and how can I maximize where I'm at? Like right now I'm a single guy, have minimal expenses, can pretty much do whatever I want, but what does God want me to do in this season right now? So there's that. Another thing. Uh, actually, one of the the next gen pastors at church, she's awesome. I love her. Um, she gave a, a talk to the interns, and she said, "You got to count the cost. You got to figure out your why." This is to to be to like sustain yourself, to be sustained in ministry, to not like burn out and to not crumble, um, essentially. And she said uh, to to figure out your why, to count the cost, to find rest. I think there was one other thing. Um, but the main thing I got from that night was, um, when I was just, 
they she gave the talk and then they had they guess probably like 10 minutes or so to just kind of sit with the holy spirit and just kind of figure out what the holy spirit was speaking to us and um all i could think about like all i could think about was that it's about others it's about others whatever we do it's got to be about others and that's got to be enough it's got to be about others it's all that matters and so um even in rest we're resting so others can get our best self um continuing to read my bible and stuff so other people can get the knowledge that i acquire so other people can have it even even like the things i'm writing down in the notebook is so i can can speak it here to then to then you guys hear it it's all about others it's all about others how can we benefit others how can we encourage others how can we serve others how can we make someone else's day it's all about others it's all about others and so that that was like to me i don't know um such like a uh admirable thought i think just an admirable thought um and even and even within the past like i don't know month maybe slowly trying to to start to teach myself spanish um when i um i'm going to do a whole another whole another thing a whole another episode on this but i went to egypt for a, a like a global team and i was able to practice a little bit of arabic and i just fell in love with being able to talk to other people in their own language. I don't know what it was, but being able to communicate um was just amazing. And so I'm like, okay, Arabic probably not like going to be the most common language that I could learn. Um but actually there are a lot of people that speak Arabic um here in Minnesota. Um however, I was like, you know what? I I I was like God is there like a specific language you want me to learn? Like if I'm going to pick a new language, you surely would have some say in what I would learn. Like it just makes sense that you would kind of lead me and, and direct me to pick one. Cuz if I'm going to learn a second language, then it makes sense that you would choose it. I don't know. It just made so much sense. Um because he knows what my life's going to be. So, and I felt kind of like Spanish. I was like, man, I kind of want to learn Arabic or like French or I don't know. But I couldn't get like Spanish off my mind. So, like, all right, we're going to do Spanish. And I've honestly kind of been vibing with Spanish music for for a little bit now. I don't know. I, there's a lot of stuff. I I know I've looked up some lyrics to some stuff and I'm like, man, I've been singing some not great, not great stuff. Um, but we live and we learn. Um so, um, I've been trying to teach myself Spanish slowly. I gotta be a little bit more intentional about it. Um, however, even that, even that, it's gotta be about others. I'm learning Spanish to connect with others, to be able to share the love of Jesus with others, to be able to love others, to be able to, to, to do it for others. And so it's gotta be about others. Um, it's gotta be for others. And so so that that's one of the the other things that uh been kind of a main thing. I've even like thought about getting like a like I don't know like that those words 
and obviously that's like a huge one of the, like the main things in Christianity you can't like have that you can't have Christianity and not have that right but it's like man like something about those words is just like so captivating to me like I, I was like, man, like, what if I got a tattoo, like, something? I don't know. I don't have any tattoos right now, but I was like, man, if I were to get a tattoo, it would be that. It would be that, and then maybe, like, no reserves, no retreats, no regrets, which is a thing that um, a missionary, um, that was kind of his thing. Like, that was kind of, like, his saying, um, and he actually died, I think, in his 20s or 30s um, when he went to, to Cairo, and he left a family fortune. He left a lot of things to be a missionary. And his thing was no reserves, no retreats, no regrets. And it was all for God, for others. And I was like, man, like, that's so admirable. Like, I would get that tattooed on my body. Um, but anyway, um, it's all about others. And then another thing, I can't even remember what scripture this is. However, um, um, drinking deeply from the fountain of salvation. And, and for me, I'm going to be completely honest, don't know the complete context of that passage, but, I, but how it kind of spoke to me in that situation was just like remembering salvation. Just like the joy that comes with salvation because I can become so familiar um, with where I am now that I kind of forgot where I was. That I was the guy that was struggling with pornography. That like couldn't catch a break with that stuff. Like was just, I don't, I don't even know. It was just, it was just so bad. Um, and then now seeing where I am now, it's just completely different person. I don't make the same jokes I used to make. I'm not doing any of that stuff. And so remembering kind of what God saved me from and and continuing to find joy in that and to drink deeply from the fountain of salvation and then looking ahead in that too like this isn't my home right this isn't my home also side note uh I'm in my car right now and I've seen two cars like almost back to back with like those kind of like three or four like slash marks across the headlights. I rarely see those, but I've just seen two back to back. So that's really interesting. Um, continuing to learn about the importance of scheduling time um, and like the Sabbath and the protecting the Sabbath. Um, just the other day, the other, the other day, the other two days, I think I worked myself sick. I don't know how I got sick, but I got sick for like a day yesterday. I was just out of it. Didn't have a fever or anything, but, like, I could not go into work. I was just dead. And I think I might have been really dehydrated or something because I went longboarding for, like, three hours. And then I just... I don't even know. I, But then the day... And then we went and played Frisbee after that. And then the day... I don't know. I just do not think I was taking very good care of my body. And I think I kind of worked myself sick. Maybe not, but maybe. But I'm not invincible. I'm slowly... Slowly, 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 very slowly, learning I'm not invincible. <laughs> very slowly. Um, I definitely like to think I'm invincible. However, I am not. Uh, maybe I need to get that tattooed so I remember that too. 
I am not invincible. Um, but how much we need rest and how much I need to figure out what rest is for me. Because, yes, I love being athletic, but maybe in doing athletic things, running around, skateboarding, playing soccer, whatever, but probably not doing that like five, six hours a day. Like, that's probably not rest. Like, give me like an hour or two of something fun and maybe even like a group activity or something like that. But probably not all day. Um, another thing that love is death. And I'm reading a book with a mentor right now. Kind of, kind of a, yeah, mentor. Um, and I, so I'm, I'm not really used to meeting with someone regularly. Um, but I'm enjoying it. And we're going through this book. I think it's called like Disciplines of a Godly Man. Something like that. And it talked about... So this one was talking about like marriage and having a wife. And what that looks like. Like how Jesus loved the church. How he died for the church. And how a man is to like love um, his wife. And it was just like man like... There's something about books like that and and things that are said like that that just kind of like tug on your heart and just kind of like call you up to another standard. You're like, man, like I want to, I want to be like that. I want to live like that. Like that kind of tugs on this string to live for more. I don't know. This is kind of one of those things where it's like you love to death because you're supposed to continually give of yourself and and pour out. Um, That's what Jesus did. And it's like, man, like, there's no greater love than to lay down one's life for a friend, you know, and to just like, man, like to give what you have and to give all of it and to continually do it is like, it's continually dying to yourself. Like love is like death to yourself. And it's like, man, like, I don't know. Something about that was just like, mm, it just, it just kind of like makes you want to do more and love more and serve more and put others first. Um, continuing to learn just humility I know there have been times where I've caught myself kind of, like, judging people before I even, like, get to know them really that well. And I'm just living in this, like, false reality about this person. Or I create feelings about this person I don't really like, but I don't really even know them. And it's like, man, like, come on. it's Come on, man. Like, pride comes before the fall. Like, God, like, hates pride. It's like, I got to... Humility. Humility is a, is a thing that I'm kind of working through right now, but... Another thing, uh, a month or two ago, we had a, a message on joy. Um, it was amazing. Um, it was like, there, there is a cost to following Christ, but joy is not one of the costs. And I was like, man, that's awesome. It's like, we need to laugh more. We need to get into church more. We need to pray in the spirit more. Like, like where did the joy go? Like, a lot of people are just kind of like crabby and like, meh, 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 meh. But... Like, we should be the happiest people on earth. Like, we have an eternal salvation. Like, what? Like, we got to get excited about that. Like, come on now. Like, man. There are so many things that we don't worry about because we're believers. Like, like kind of like going back, drawing from the well of salvation. Right? Like, just that alone is like, Wow. There are so many questions that I don't even think about because I'm a believer and have Jesus.
so many things. And it's like, I have so much peace. And I kind of grew up in the church, so my story is different. So I can't fully understand, um, like, going kind of from, like, a non-believer to a believer like that. Because I, I pretty much grew up in the church. But, like, for someone else to go from not having not having that to then having that, like, it's got to be night and day. Night and day. But joy is not one of those things we give up. And another thing is that God's gifts are without repentance. Like, it's hard for me, so I'm a one. <laughs> um, and I can be pretty hypercritical. Um, and just hold myself to a really high standard. Um, but, like, God's gifts are without repentance. Like, he works through imperfect people. And that can be really frustrating when we see people, um, big names in the church or just whatever, like moral failures. And it's like, or like God will still work and move through imperfect people. And it's like, ah, man, that just like bites because you're like, man, like why wouldn't God use someone else who's morally better or like cleaner or whatever it's like man like god who are we who are we to say to god who to give his gifts to right it's like man god can do what he wants he's god um but that's another thing too it's like keeping that humble posture um i guess for me too like my time will come kind of a thing just, just kind of, you just gotta kind of come at pride. You've gotta, you've gotta attack pride like no joke. Literally, no, you cannot, you cannot mess with pride. Um, you cannot mess with pride at all. Um, we've been learning in, in kind of like the messages throughout the, the church. Um, we're doing like an ask, seek, pray kind of kind of thing. And ask, seek, pray is just kind of what it sounds like. We're doing a message on asking God, seeking God, praying to God, and then praying forward. Um, four things. We should always have things to pray for. Should always have things to pray for. Um, but we've been having ask, seek, pray groups. Like a small groups. We started a young adults um, or revamped, kind of restarted a young adults ministry or group in at our campus it was from my understanding it was going pretty good for a while and then it kind of faded away and now we're kind of revamping it kind of bringing it back so it's been awesome like the first night we had like 25 young adults there and it was fantastic and the conversation was so good the next time we went to texas roadhouse oh it was so fun um texas roadhouse rolls are to die for um but so good um another uh so yeah so going with ask seek pray um like just like asking god for things is not like god i really want that like red ferrari or or whatever you know like those kind of things it's like i ask the father for things i need for the mission he has put me on God, help me and give me what I need for the mission you've put me on. 
Whatever I need for my mission, Lord, give it to me. And it kind of asked, it kind of gave us um, a couple things to um, kind of a couple things to ask for. Um, ask for like unity among the believers. Ask for forgiveness. Ask for strength. Ask for courage. Um, ask to declare the gospel fearlessly. Um, ask things for Jesus' glory. You know, just kind of ask for ask for things like that. Um, but then again, ask the Father for things that you need for the mission God has put you on. He's put you on a different mission than he's put me on. He's put everyone on a different mission. Um, obviously, some of us will have, like, the same mission, but... Um, and we don't do enough asking of God. Um, our God has... Li- this is, I'm just kind of reading off some of the notes here. Our God has limitless resources and power. Ask God and pray to Him like we know that. We need to ask God like we know that's true. He has no limits. Unlimited resources and power. And, and what are we asking of Him? I feel like sometimes we don't we don't respect him in our asking. Like God can do immeasurable things, amazing things. But a lot of times we don't ask like we know that's true. Like we don't respect him enough to ask him. Like asking God of big things is respecting him. Like because we know that he can do those big things. Um, and just... And another thing I loved that, that uh, I believe Pastor Rob gave this message. Um, he said, the Father loves me so much. Jesus does not have to pry things from the Father's hands. God gives generously and he gives overflowing amounts. When, when they fed the, the 5,000, they had basketfuls left over. God gives, uh, God gives so, so much. And there's there's overflow and there's an abundance afterward. Um, he doesn't have to pry things out of the Father's hands because he wants to give good gifts, right? If if our parents are evil, yet they know how to give good gifts, how much more does a heavenly Father? Um, also, learning still continually about money, like money is a tool. Money is a tool. Um, money is a tool. Not the goal. Money's a tool. Um, continually, blah, 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 continually learning that the one who is in me is greater than he who is in the world, and really holding on to that. Really holding on to that. Um, I think. I think another thing too is like a continual like reminder that God wants the best for me in the midst of frustration or me trying to maybe run away from what God is wanting to do or, or whatever it might be. God wants the best for me. God has my best interest at heart. And it might not always be comfortable. He doesn't always have my, my comfort at heart, but he has my best interest at heart, my growth, um, so I can be a, a better man and a better father one day. He has those things at heart. And he, he sees, he sees the, the whole picture. I can only see right now this this small piece in front of my face. Um, and sometimes we need to step back, but we can't always do that. But God sees the bigger picture. I think another thing... Um, I think I'm, just, I'm just looking at my notes still. 
Um, another, another, I don't remember, I don't really remember where any of these notes came from, but Jesus' first miracle, turning water into wine, was not to expose shame. So, not being able to provide enough wine at the party, like if you're hosting a party and you didn't have enough wine, like that was, that was shameful. And it's a very honor-shame culture back in that day. Um, so being shamed is, like, horrific. Um, but Jesus' first miracle was not to expose the shame of not having enough wine, but to cover the shame. He covered the shame of the people that didn't have enough wine. He covered their shame, and it, it was, like, the best wine at the party. It was the best wine, and he covered what would have been their shame how beautiful is that um i think another thing too is like even my own personal life like maybe god isn't answering my prayer because i'm not desperate enough what have i done so personally like some sometimes it's like okay i'll go to god first boom but it's like have i tried to fix it yet like yes going to god beautiful awesome thing i should keep doing that but also if God doesn't answer or, or whatever, okay, now what can I do in my own power to try to fix it? Right? Like, like what can I do? Um, like, I've been asking for, like, a medical healing for, like, a year and a half. Or two years now. I don't even know. And it's like, okay, I went to go see a doctor, and then... I was kind of like, okay, like, surgery would be crazy expensive, so, like, okay, um, I'm just gonna keep praying. Then I feel like a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago now, God's like, okay, let's get a second opinion. I haven't quite done that yet, I gotta schedule an appointment, um, but it's like, okay, get a second opinion. Um, what can I still do? Like, what can I do to try and try and try like am I desperate enough to do this um so continuing to do that um maybe like he's not granting because we haven't even put any effort in really we've just been like God can you do this please but you, but we really haven't even been putting in the effort now God might just do it right then and there for you um but there's also the side of it too are you praying as much as you're worrying about things like I'm, I'm just reading off notes here um, ministry is a lifestyle If you feel called in a ministry um, Anything like that It's a lifestyle You gotta live it Run the race set before you Not before your friends Not before your peers But before you um, so. so there we go It's kind of what I feel like God's been teaching me The past two and a half months I'll have another episode out just on kind of Egypt and that trip because that was, oh my goodness, what a trip. That was one of the best trips ever. So eye-opening, God showed me a lot of things. Um, and so I'll be making that soon. Um, if you guys made it all the way to the end, heck yeah. So grateful for you guys. Um, I know I've been kind of inconsistent, but you guys are awesome. So thank you so much. I'll see you guys next time.